Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. 170-year-old dealership. They're looking for entry-level and experienced technicians to work in their quick-lane car, light truck service, heavy truck service, body, frame, and alignment, and towing departments. Whether you're an experienced technician, an entry-level technician looking for your first job, or someone looking for a career change, they would love to hear from you. Stop by in person, apply online at Sunbury Motors Company, or call Todd at 286-7746. We have one caller ready to go already and we have a couple of emails, and uh, well, I guess we can start. We should start with the email because I think it's an interesting one, and our caller may want to comment on it. It's from our friend E.B., and E.B., you know, has never met a conservative or a Republican he likes. He says, here are some things I've learned from conservatives over the past few years. Police are heroes and must be supported under all conditions unless they're investigating Donald Trump or trying to prevent his supporters from overturning an election, in which case they're enemies of the state and must be stopped. It's important to display Confederate flags and Confederate statues because they're a part of American history. However, under no circumstances should we teach the history of slavery in America because it makes white people look bad. Same-sex weddings are a desecration of marriage, but it's okay to cheat on your wife with a porn star and a playboy bunny. My body, my choice absolutely applies to mask wearing, but not to a woman's right to control her own body. And if a Democrat like Al Franken engages in sexual misconduct, he must be removed from office. But it's okay for us to keep Matt Gates, who has been credibly accused of sex trafficking minors. I could go on and on and on, but you get the picture. Conservatives are morally bankrupt hypocrites. Well, E.B., first of all, no one forced Al Franken to resign except people from his own party. There wasn't Republicans that forced him out. Um, it's okay for us to keep Matt Gates. Matt Gates credibly accused. Really? If it was credible, accus- credible accusation, why haven't the police followed up on it? Why hasn't he been arrested? Uh, my body, my choice absolutely applies to mask wearing, but not to a woman's right to control her own body. Yeah, you got a point there. I've heard so many of my conservative friends say, oh, yeah, we don't have to wear a mask. It's our body. But then they do complain about women having... You know, And then same-sex weddings are a desecration of marriage, but it's okay to cheat on your wife with a porn star and a Playboy bunny. I don't know. I never had an opportunity to cheat on my wife with a Playboy bunny or a porn star. <laughs> I don't think I would be that tempted because... I'm, I'm just not going to re- comment on that one, Joe, because, uh, you know, I don't know but your history. And Here's the one that gets let's me. Let's leave it at that. It's important to display the Confederate flags and Confederate statues because they're a part of American history. However, under no circumstances should we teach the history of slavery in America because it makes white people look bad. I guess E.B. has never been to school because they do teach the history of slavery in history classes. And they don't teach it as if white people were made to look bad. They teach it as it stands. Yes, I know. But you know exactly what he means. It's it's. The, He's talking about the critical race theory. Well, this whole thing, which nobody really knows what it is, critical race theory. I was thinking the past couple of days, there's gonna, there will probably come a time when um, the right-wingers won't want us to teach about the Holocaust. 
because it would make uh, white uh, German people look bad. It's like the, you know, right wingers they don't want anything out there that looks that that makes people uh, look bad. I'm sorry, I'm a right winger. If you want to call me no, that, no, you're not a right and winger. And I believe that we must teach it the history of slavery, and we teach it warts and all. But we don't say that it started in 1619 in an effort to turn out, you know all for the benefit of the white man. There were many white people opposed to slavery, and it was white people who ended it. Well, and it happened. They happened to also be Republicans, in case you don't remember. Yes, that's when the Republican uh, Party had a soul. That's My when goodness. the Democrats had none. So you're saying they found one now, huh? Well, I don't know about the Democrats <laughs> had none, but uh, you know, you right up from 1865, right up until 1965, it was the Democrats who were on the side of saying, "Oh, we can't have this. We can't have well, these people like, be equal." There's no doubt about it that uh, up until the uh, early 60s, uh, in the South, yes, yeah, Southern Democrats were the 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 segregationists. In fact, right now I'm reading a book that I'm going to give to you as soon as I'm done with it. It's uh, Joe Biden's uh, autobiography, Promises to Keep. And in it, Joe talks about his relationship with Senators Eastland and and Stennis. Oh, Stennis. Stennis. And if I recall, I think... think, Eastland was the one he had trouble with. Uh, as they just couldn't come to an agreement, but they got along personally to the point where Eastland said to Biden, Joe, I'll come up to Delaware and campaign for your re-election. I'll campaign for you or I'll campaign against you, whichever <laughs> you like. <laughs> and talk about democratic hypocrisy. You have it right there. All right, Stan, you're on the mark this morning. Good morning. Wow, so much to cover there, and I won't cover any of it because EB just talks out of both sides of his mouth most of the time, so it's not worth the effort. Uh, but what I called about, Steve, I have a question for you. Oh, goody. I'm going to listen to your question. <laughs> okay, it's a simple question. Is the southern border of this country secure? Well, boy, I'll tell you what. My first reaction, to be honest with you, because I am an honest, generally honest person, um, to to a great degree, I would have to say that that's been one of the uh, administration's uh, greatest failings. I think they... um, uh, I think the administration doesn't seem to realize that this is a topic that Americans are truly are very concerned about, and yet they don't seem to make it a priority. However, however, Stan, if I could just, uh, knowing that this would come up, and I will tell you this, uh, there's been an all-time high in the arrests of people who have illegally crossed the border. Uh, let's see here. In fact, in uh, in fiscal uh, 2021, which included Joe Biden, the Border Patrol recorded 1.6 million arrests, which beat the uh, previous all-time high. Uh, in the first 10 months of fiscal uh, 2022, the Border Patrol agents, uh, they reported uh, 1.8 million apprehensions, which was a new record high. And then we sent them all into the inner cities of America and uh, we put them on airplanes and flew them into Westchester Airport in the middle of the night. Let's try well, let's let's try to stick to Stan's uh, question. So when well, you he say asked you a legitimate question and you're hedging it. The answer is no, the border is completely out of control. I simply I said I think that's been a problem for the Biden administration and uh, 
you know, but I think uh, those figures that I rattled off shows that uh, there's more going on to try to secure it than than uh, people think. In fact, it was Stamp. under it was under a Democratic president, uh, Barack Obama, that I believe we deported right. more we did. He was the than deporter ever. in chief. Too you bad know. Joe Biden didn't learn from that. But Stan, did you happen to hear uh, Kamala, Kamala Harris's comments this morning about the border yesterday uh, with Chuck Todd on NBC? Another one of her word salad explanations that said nothing. Yeah, I, I heard that clip, and uh, of course, what did she do? She blamed the previous four years of the administration before them was the problem, because I don't know what the problem was, considering they were trying to build the wall. They were keeping the remain in Mexico policy was installed, and they were arresting people. Now, my question is, okay, they got all these people crossing in the first 10 months, $1.8 million. Yeah, 1.8 million people, not dollars. But anyways, so my question is, how many of those people were released into the U.S., and how many were returned back across the southern border, and how many were gotaways that never saw the Border Patrol, or the Border Patrol never saw them except on cameras and for drone footage? See, those numbers are what really matters. Yeah, and I don't I don't have any of those numbers, but... Uh you know, I, I, like I said, I think the Democrats are a little bit tone deaf when it comes to the uh, whole border situation. You know, several months ago, Joe Biden kind of uh, appointed Kamala Harris to oversee the uh, administration's Not kinda, efforts. He did. Oh, right. Okay. Anyway. That was last uh, year. Last year. So, yeah. uh, you know, I, if I had been Kamala Harris, I would have been on an airplane the next day and flown down to either Arizona or Texas or one of the border states and at least uh, had a a presence there. Um, you know, if, if a thought occurs to me. We've, we've been watching a TV show on uh, my wife and I all about uh, Hurricane Katrina and um, that kind of spelled the end of uh, George W. Bush's presidency. I mean, he really took it on the chin for that. But in the same way, uh, Democrats, uh, you know, have uh, that's been their attitude towards the border. I think they uh, they just don't realize you've got to at least doggone it. You got to make it look like you're doing something about it. Well, I can't say I disagree with you there. <laughs> yeah, and they they seem to be failing at that. But uh, I do have another comment, simple, short one. Uh, did you realize that Mr. John Fetterman's wife, I think her name's Giesel, I don't know the last name, she was an uh, illegal, illegal alien from Brazil. Now, she was brought here as a child, so I'll give her a pass on that. It's on her parents. And she was able to obtain her green card without going back to Brazil. I'm not sure how that works with the system that we got. And that's kind of screwed up in my I'm sure it was through DACA. So I don't see Mr. John Fetterman, if he could become a senator, wanting to do anything to solve the problem at our unsecure southern border. Well, I did not know about, uh, you know, I don't know anything about uh, Fetterman's wife. Uh, is she a citizen of the United States now, or is she still an illegal alien? Green, she, what, I, what I read was she has a green card, so I'm not sure whether she's gotten a citizenship or not, but she has a green card, so that makes her legal. So which being that she was brought here at seven by her mother, they moved to New York City, is what I read. So, you know, you know how you read, you never know if it's 100% true, but, and she's an activist, 
you know, for immigration reform into DACA. She was railed against Trump when he tried to get rid of DACA, which is an illegal, you know, amnesty program, because it was not done through Congress. It was done through an executive order. So, anyways, that's that's where she's at. And uh, I see him not being wanting to take care of the southern border. He just want to go, you know, more of the same. Well, I'm looking, at, look at. I'm looking at a story here from, uh, I guess, from uh, Penn Live, which is, I guess, the Harrisburg newspaper. And, um, you know, I'm not, I'm not seeing anything here about, uh, you know, her background and the illegal. But, I, you know, you raise a particular potential point, so I will certainly look at it. Uh, well, here's I, I Googled what, how I got it, Steve. Here's how I got it. I, I went on and did a search of... John Fetterman's work history. That's all I did. And that stuff came up, okay, in his Wikipedia and whatever else, you know, some other articles and stuff that were put on online. That's where it came from. That's what I'm, so, okay. you know, I, I, won't, I won't guarantee it's true, but, but it came in a couple different spots, that information. Okay. Well, we'll keep checking that, and we'll uh, thank you for your call this morning. Stan, as always, appreciate hearing from you. Anything last word? You're the last word. Do you have anything else? No. Okay. No, still, get, still getting good rain, and uh, maybe it could stop for a few days, let it dry out a little <laughs> bit, but have a great day. Thanks, Dan. All right. 1-800-795-9565. That's our toll-free number. One of our emailers says, Steve, if immigrant arrests are at an all-time high, could that be factual if illegal crossings are not also at an all-time high? Well, we don't know that. I mean, it could be. But, How? Uh, How could it possibly hey, be? All I know is, because it could be that, uh, you know, let's face it, Joe. They you wouldn't could, arrest them if they weren't coming across illegally. Well, there are obviously there are some <laughs> that are coming across illegally, but to make the jump that just because arrests are at an all-time high, illegal crossings are at an all-time high, uh, we don't know that for sure. But, you know, it's, uh, one thing about this uh, John Fetterman, and I know uh, you guys talked about it quite a bit last week, was this whole deal with John Fetterman's stroke and how you think that should pretty much disqualify him from being a United States senator. No, if he cannot communicate, that should disqualify him from being a United States senator. If well, he is unwilling or unable to meet Dr. Oz on the debate stage... Well, he's going to. He's one, go- one, one debate. That's fine. Uh, but the point is, you, you guys act like oh, my God, here's this health concern. Well, that's it. This guy can't possibly be a U.S. senator. Well, for Pete's sake, we had a United States president, Dwight Eisenhower, had a, had a terrible heart attack. Uh, and he recovered from it fully. And he, yes, he did. That's just it. He recovered from it. Uh, John Kennedy had more health issues than you can count on two hands. And Well, he didn't uh, get he, reelected. You can't say he got reelected. He was assassinated before that yes. came up. And he, we're not going <laughs> to get into conjecture. But then, Joe, maybe you, we also had a president of the United States who served his entire three-plus terms, uh, for the most part, in a wheelchair, Franklin Roosevelt. So, Well, uh, Franklin Roosevelt, that's an, an unfair comparison. He was a great communicator. There was nothing in Franklin Roosevelt's physical defo- inform- infirmity that precluded him from communicating with the American people when they needed him most. That can't be said of Mr. Fetterman, who apparently has having trouble putting sentences together, which is not uncommon for a stroke person, a stroke victim. How about uh, how about Ben Ray Lujan? Well, hold on to his name, and I will take a break, and we'll be back, and we'll hear who he is and what it is his claim to fame might be. On the Mark, 1-800-795-9565. Email us at onthemark at wkok.com. 
There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake, a service technician who really knows what he's doing. They can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could chop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full new and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Do you find yourself stuck in a timeshare? Get the real facts about the timeshare industry and your options for cancellation. Chuck McDowell, founder of Wesley Financial Group, beat the largest timeshare company in federal court and has put together a free information guide that reveals the secrets the timeshare industry doesn't want you to know, including the five ways to get rid of your timeshare. Call now and get this timeshare cancellation guide absolutely free. Call 800-762-6565. That's 800-762-6565. Program. Progressive presents Forest Metaphors about bundling your home and auto. When you bundle your home and auto with Progressive, you get great savings and round-the-clock protection, which is as beautiful as looking your firstborn child in the eyes for the first time. Well, that's a bit much. Maybe it's more like for like the third or fourth time. Point being, the savings and round-the-clock protection are really, really magical. Forced Metaphors, presented by Progressive. Bundle and protect today. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discount not available in all states or situations. Come join us in celebration for the annual Lake Augusta Wine and Brew Festival. Come spend the afternoon of September 17th from 1 to 5, enjoying beer, wine, spirits, food, live music from Cass and the Bailout Crew, and so much more. For tickets, go to sunburyrevitalization.org. Buy them directly at Brewers Outlet in Sunbury or head to Grindstone Coffee in Northumberland. We'll see you September 17th. A major thank you to all of our sponsors, Brewers Outlet and Wise Markets. Cheers! Nittany Lions football is on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Clifford back. Wheel route lead. Got it. Touchdown! Penn State. They go 80 yards of the clutch and take the lead. Penn State football is sponsored by Overdoors Carpet One. Insomniac Garage. Hearing of the facts or airing of the facts? You know, I was speaking to a uh, local doctor on Friday. And the doctor said, it is uh, basically said it is unconscionable that a medical professional, I mean, you, you've told me that Oz is actually a doctor, that a medical professional would ridicule and make fun of somebody. His, he has not his, ridiculed his him. His campaign has. No, his, they haven't. Sure they have. They offered, him, uh, they offered him medically reasonable things to accommodate him, his appearance at a debate. Fetterman chose to characterize that as making fun of him and making light of his Condition. Well, so did uh, people in the media because the uh, word that I saw was sarcastic, and uh, his his and Oz's communications woman uh, made said, "Don't blame us just because uh, John Fetterman never ate a vegetable in his life." And uh, they also made the comment that uh, we'll do our best not to hurt John Fetterman's feelings. So yeah, they are they're they're using this, and it's particularly interesting that Oz he started out offering some kind 
of uh, empathy and understanding. But when he saw that the polls were not going his way, then he said to his campaign, okay, you guys better get on the stick and start uh, knocking this guy and making fun of him. I don't think they made fun of him. I think they offered some legitimate uh, legitimate things that he might need as accommodations to get him through. They offered him unlimited bathroom breaks. They offered to let him have an earpiece to get answers fed to him by his staff. You know, I think what you could look at it, if you want to look at it in the fair way, you could say that Dr. Oz really wanted an opportunity to present his views and have Fetterman's views contrasted against them, and so the people of Pennsylvania could make up their mind based on issues. And to accommodate Fetterman's condition, he was willing to do almost anything to get that. That's the way you could look at that. Well, Joe, you know, if you're going to parse Dr. Oz's uh, words and... uh, Well, you're parsing his intentions. And remove his the sarcasm you're yeah, you're assuming fine. that's sarcastic i'm not assuming I'm just, the sarcasm I'm just there quoting what i have what i have read i oh, mean and where did you read it from a democratic a source book well, it was, I think it was the New York Times, oh, which I know. Oh, that's a Democratic source there book right go. there. You know, hey, listen, <laughs> we, had a, we had a caller this morning who is telling me that uh, Fetterman's wife was an illegal, and I'm still, I'm still looking for it on no, the Internet. he said she was brought here that way. It wasn't her fault. She, her, parent, her mother brought her here. Right, right. Um, that would make her a dreamer, right? Uh, well, I suppose so, Joe, but uh, <laughs> all I know is... Um, you know, you're you're certainly giving your callers a lot Whoa. more latitude than you're giving me. Oh, I'm not saying that because we got so many people calling here and say, "Oh, one of our consistent callers talks about how Dr. Oz has Turkish citizenship, dual citizenship with Turkey." Yeah. Yeah, you know, so like that's so if, if Fetterman's wife is an illegal, uh, was brought here illegally, isn't that as legitimate as well? It may be, but let's. But I'm um, so far, I'm not finding it now. I, now, as far as Oz and his dual citizenship, that I'm not terribly versed with, but he obviously has dual, multi-dual home ownership. He's got fancy homes uh, all over the world, apparently. And so do, which so is do the Clintons. Fine. Don't which the Clintons is... have fancy homes? Look at Obama. He just bought a, what, a 2 or $3 million place on the ocean, which I thought was interesting because here's a guy who's saying that the tides are going to rise and we're all going to drown. He's buying oceanfront property. Is Obama running for governor in Pennsylvania no, or senator? Th- we're is talking Bill about hypocrisy. Clinton, is Clinton running for uh, We're talking about precedent. There has and I'm not saying there are no hypocrites. I mean, even uh, our one letter writer here, how did he end his um, thing with... Uh, let, let's go back to the letter from Butterbread7. How did he end his letter? Uh, oh, you mean from E.B.? E.B. Okay. Uh, well, oh, I'm we sorry. Can't, uh, I, it's that's deleted. Right. Okay. Uh, any event, we do have uh, this one about uh, his wife. Let me see here. Fetterman's wife. And I'll call that up. Married Fetterman in 2008, became a citizen in 2009, green card in 2004. Okay, so she is a citizen of the United States, as is Dr. Oz. Hey, I'm, I'm not saying a word, Joe. I'm just bringing this up. It's just an opinion. Well, look, here's, here's my deal, and I've said this before about, about Fetterman. And I have the same diagnosis he had. I got the same advice from a medical doctor and a cardiologist that he must have gotten, mm-hmm. that if you don't take a blood thinner, you are at an elevated risk of having a stroke, five times more likely to have a stroke. Now, I didn't hear, have to debate that with the doctor. I heard that. I checked some publications and found out that was true. I took the medication. It's, it's, it's expensive when it drives me into the donut every year on uh, my Medicare, but 
it's my health, and so I take it, and yes. I choose not to have a stroke. That's Fetterman great. Fetterman made another choice. He, a science denier that he is, he decided that he knew better than the doctors what was best for him, he, and hit my bo- his body, his choice. He made, John Fetterman said, like many people, I simply uh, basically ig- ignored the doctor's advice and went about my my business and did not did not eat right, therefore the Had nasty nothing to do with eating, it comment. has to do with pu- blood pooling in your body. Well, be that as because the may. one valve in your heart doesn't work right because of the electrical malfunction of your heart. That's great. Thank you for that lesson. The point is that John Fetterman has said he did not take care of himself as he should have. Right. He should have taken the medicine. He wouldn't have had the stroke. But it's a serious stroke. I mean, you can't just say it's a mild one because he has a pacemaker and a defibrillator implanted in his chest. Right. And That's he's, serious stuff, bro. And he's doing his best, and, he's, uh, and his doctors say he'll make a full recovery. Oh, uh, but not yet. Hey, we'll be back with On the Mark after we take a break for the news. Uh, Steve Kushloff is with me. Our producer's Lynn Hall. I'm Joe McGranahan. You're listening to WKOK in Sunbury, Pennsylvania. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Eggland's Best. I'm Vicki Barker in London. The scene in Edinburgh, Scotland this past hour. The new king, Charles III, has joined his royal siblings at Holyrood House, where their mother's coffin rested overnight. In a little while, CBS's Liz Palmer tells us... The queen's coffin will leave again to go quite a short distance up the Royal Mile to the cathedral. Uh, It will be accompanied by King Charles and other members of the royal family. And after a religious service in the cathedral, Uh, They will hold a vigil, a formal vigil, over the body. Earlier in London... Britain's new king met both houses of parliament with lawmakers and sovereign pledging mutual support and service. That ceremony in London's Westminster Hall, where the Queen's coffin will lie in state starting Wednesday, as CBS's Steve Futterman tells us. Palace officials have announced additional details about the Queen lying in state. It will begin on Wednesday night and continue through early Monday morning. We found one woman this morning prepared to stand in line for hours. Who wouldn't? And Buckingham Palace says some people may have to wait in line for as long as 30 hours to walk past the coffin. I'm Vicki Barker in London. Now with more CBS News, here's Monica Ricks. Ukraine says its forces are making huge gains in the east. The BBC's Hugo Bachega is in Kiev. The Ukrainian military is saying that 20 villages had been liberated in the last 24 hours. We uh, don't have uh, details about their location, about their names, and I've got to say that uh, it's hard to... Our news headlines this morning. A Sunbury man is wanted about a shooting in Bloomsburg that left one person in the hospital. Bloomsburg police say they're looking for 21-year-old Kenny Meeker. Bloomsburg officers say the incident occurred early Sunday morning when they received a call for two males threatening to shoot up a bar on East Main Street in Bloomsburg. While responding, officers say one shot was heard and a victim was quickly identified with a gunshot wound to the right knee and taken to Geisinger. Bloomsburg officers say they identified Meeker via video surveillance. When captured, Meeker is facing charges of aggravated assault, simple assault and reckless endangerment. Anyone with information is asked to contact Bloomsburg Police at 570-784-4155. Police do say this is an isolated incident and there's no further danger to the public. 
in Union County, money borrowed for emergency communication enhancements and debt from the Great Stream Commons Business Park have been paid off and taxes could go down again. County Commission Chairman Jeff Reber said, this is a great day for Union County taxpayers to know that all this debt, especially that associated with Great Stream Commons, is finally in our rear view mirror. The commissioner said development of several businesses in Great Stream Commons during the past two years was a major factor in the payoff. And it's been a crazy two and a half years for the real estate market, including the Valley, but now the market is starting to slow down a bit. Larry Johnson is president of Bowen Agency Realtors, and he says that the height of the pandemic, people didn't want to leave their homes, which created pent-up demand among buyers. Johnson says that's also led to a thin rental market over the last two and a half years. Currently, he says, local mortgage rates are at about 6%, but that's still slowing. that's still not slowing potential buyers. That's our look at the news headlines this morning. And we are back with On the Mark. We invite your phone calls at 1-800-795-9565. Email us at onthemark at wkok.com or text us. Well, no, can't do that because I don't know how to operate the text machine. So forget that. But uh, when Mark's back, you can text us at 70236. So we got two dinosaurs sitting here who don't. But I'm not, I'm not allowed to touch anything in here. Anyway, uh, so I guess there's also been a lot of talk of, on uh, <laughs> The t- on the show about uh, President Biden's uh, proposal or his executive order. His speech got a lot of comment, too. Oh, I know, and uh, I'm waiting for one of your regular callers to, to call in about that. Well, don't you think he, he sold himself as a uniter? You think he's uniting us? Well, if you look at the legislation... That's, that's a yes been, or no question. Do I think he's uniting us to a degree? How's that? <laughs> There's a yes or no answer for you. Uh, for, you know, when you when you say, is he uniting us, that means does everybody, all 330 million people in the United States now feel like, okay, I can work with the other person? Uh, you know, how do you, how do you measure, uh, you know, are we fully united? There's no civil war, so maybe, yeah, we are <laughs> united. But... Um, well, I don't think you unite people by calling them names. Oh, really? No, I don't. Well, did you ever hear of a guy named Donald Trump? And I don't agree with his... I uh, mean, for his, Pete's sake. So, in other words, you're saying because Donald Trump did it, it's okay for Joe no, Biden I'm to do No, I'm not saying... It. It's, uh, what I am saying is that uh, nobody has perfected the art, if you will, of political insult like MAGA right-wing Republicans. Oh, no, no, no. It goes oh, back my. far beyond that. Oh, you know, you I could... I always like to sure. quote John Randolph, one of our founding fathers, who said of a political opponent, he doth both stink and shine like rotten mackerel by moonlight. Now, tell me that anybody today can top that. Mackerel? No, I haven't <laughs> heard that. But anyway, the point is, and even in his speech, Biden made sure that he did not lump all Republicans into the same uh, into the same uh, well, boat say, or bucket. As let's you say will. a Republican made similar comments about black people. That you know, some of these black people are criminals. They're crooks. They they you know they live like animals. They don't have any respect for law and order. They're not decent human beings. What do you think the What do you think? And then said, but that's not all of them. It's just some. What do you think the reaction would be to that? It would be understandably and correctly. It would be um, mortification. Oh, so it's okay to say such no. things about Republicans, but it's not okay to say them about. No, we black don't. We people? don't. We don't say things like that about. Um, we shouldn't say them about anybody. You know, I remember. Uh, a fellow that I used to work for, and his name would be very familiar to you, but I'm not going to bring it up. And he was talking about a uh, Jewish person. 
And he said, oh, yeah, now this guy, referring to this Jewish person, is a real, and he proceeded to use the K word. Right, I know okay. that you're familiar yes. with. And, and, you know, as if, as if this fella uh, did not meet his standards as to what a good person should be. So he was a, he was a K-word. So you, you don't, you don't uh, belittle people due to their, their nationality. But their politics is okay. Yeah, it is okay. No, it's not. Uh, and you don't belittle people because of, their, uh, because of their religion. How about their physical deformity? Uh, same thing. You, you probably shouldn't, you know? <laughs> okay. So, in other words, it's okay. We must be respectful of everybody but Republicans. It's okay to call them any name you want to in the book, but we got to be respectful to everybody else. No, I, I tell That's you, what Joe, you're saying. Joe, Joe i got to hand it to you. You always can do it. You can turn that car and make a U-turn you're, on a dime. You're the one that said that stuff, Steve. No, I'm just... The point I'm making is, yeah, you can... I think you can attack... If you want to use that word, somebody's politics. Now you're probably going to get uh, you're probably going to be proven incorrect. For instance, and I don't I know we got a caller. Got Maybe I it. should save my comment. Okay, Dan, you're on the mark. Good morning. Hey, good morning. We're talking about the border, but not only about the almost two million that'll get arrested this year, but. Uh, Cheryl Acteson did a story on the border. I think the name of the town was Eagle Pass or Eagle. Oh, it's Eagle. It's Eagle Pass. You got it right. Yeah, Eagle Pass. And here, under Trump, up to in 2020, about 20 to 25 people were drowning in the river every year now under biden's policies 30 about 30 a month are drowning in the river trying to cross so why why did biden have to change trump's policies when everything was much better and a lot of us people like me we wouldn't be complaining much about the border. All President Biden had to do was keep them policies intact. And yeah, the borders wasn't a hundred percent under control, but it was much better. Much, much better. And all the materials were there to build the wall. It was paid for and Biden when when finish the wall now down in Texas, they're putting up more fence, and they're going to have to pay to build the rest of the wall and the gates and whatever goes in it. There's no sense in that whatsoever, as far as I'm concerned. All Biden had to do was just keep the Trump policy well on the border. One, one of the policies of the Trump administration was to remove children from their parents. And uh, in, in some cases, as we've talked about, it, it, 
you know, removing children from the adults they were with might have been justified. But uh, from what I've read, they came up with this policy, and it was pretty much proposed by uh, Stephen Miller, who was in charge of immigration under Trump, and it was done for the express purpose, that that would uh, hopefully scare away people from trying to enter the United States illegally if they knew that if they had children with them, their children would be taken away from them and play, placed, uh, you know, in some kind of a, uh, somewhere else. I, I don't want to use the word cages because I know that'll just get Joe McGranahan upset. Well, no, uh, not at all. Barack Obama built him, and he put people in him. Right. And P- and as I said, people were put, uh, in some cases, young people were put in him, but those were cases where uh, the adult they were with was judged to be actually uh, a, dangerous, a danger to the children that they were with. But that was one of the uh, policies of the Trump administration, that they uh, wanted to scare people away from trying to enter the country, and that's one way they did it, by letting it be known. We're taking your kid. Well, the kids were sent up a lot of times to get the parent to get who are parents into the country too. So, but once they realized Biden had the election, however he got it, he they the million you know thousands and thousands of people started up because they they felt they'd have a better chance of getting in however they could get in. Uh, Dan, That's what uh, yeah, uh, what do you mean by Biden won the uh, Biden got the election however he got it? What do you what do you mean by that? You know what I mean. Well, tell me. I you know, I don't want to I don't want to put words in your mouth. You're allowed to. I've said it often enough. <laughs> you're not you're not going to insult me by Like I said on this program, Trump had his thousands, Biden had his hundreds. That's how, and there's no no fair way that Trump lost that election. You know it, and I know it. No, I don't know it. I mean, Biden got, what, 7 million more votes than uh, Trump got? He got him overnight after they started counting again. Well, he got them because they, they started to count the mail-in ballots. And, and the Democratic emergency votes that were you, snuck you in know. under the table. Oh, I, <laughs> Joe, I just <laughs> love it. Go ahead, Dan. But that, you know, and I'm not the only person out here that's oh. convinced of that. Of course I you're not. There's a lot of MAGA Republicans. One-third one of the country is convinced that, uh, that idea, not because it's a bad idea, but because there's so much evidence that's, that that was never proven. Yeah, you're right. Well, getting back, getting back to the original discussion, which was the border, there's yep. a story out this morning that I think is interesting. Sheriffs dealing with the crisis at the southern border are taking aim at Washington for declaring a public emergency over the migrants that have been bussed into the sanctuary cities by Texas and Arizona, and bristling at claims that the buses have turned D.C. into a border town. They have seen nothing. They are not a border town. They don't know what a border town is, said Goliad County, Texas Sheriff 
Sheriff Roy Boyd, uh, he told that to the Fox News people, because Fox has been the only one covering this, and it, and it is, it's a serious problem, and now they're sending them in busloads to New York, Chicago, and what is Mayor, the Mayor Lori Lightfoot doing? She's shipping them out to the suburbs. <laughs> hey, I've already said that the border is a, uh, is a problem that the Democrats have uh, largely mishandled, but... You know, I have to say, when I look at uh, the the issues that, that people in our area deal with on a daily basis, uh, I don't see where the border is an issue that directly impacts us. It's, a, it's something that needs to be uh, dealt with in a more forthright uh, way than it has been dealt with. But they aren't. They're not even acknowledging there's a problem well, down there. I think They're they... saying the border's under control. Kamala Harris, our vice president, said that, and she's supposed to be in charge of it. Well, if it's under control, like I said, they are, they're making more arrests than they've ever made. Because there are more people streaming well, across illegally know, than have ever streamed across. You know, you're kind of making that big jump there. It's not but, a big um, jump. It's a tiny little footstep from you know, one to the other. Uh, we've got more apprehensions than ever. We've got more arrests than ever. But how many deportations um, do we have? I don't know. Do we have more of them than ever? I don't know. Your friends in the Democratic Party me. aren't announcing that? Oh, no, you've got all the numbers right there, Well, we'll, we'll look it up. I've okay. got, I brought my machine Dan, we'll give here. you the last word, then we got to take a quick break. Go ahead, sir. Uh, well, besides everything else, they're bringing the fentanyl in here by the, the naked oodles of it. They're bringing in. They show it on the news coming across the border, poisoning the American youth and stuff. And that's another bad effect of this border situation. The Fair enough. Okay, Dan, thank you. I agree with you. That is an issue. Thank you, sir. We've got to take a quick break to stay on schedule. We have a call waiting, a couple of emails. We'll be right back. Join the fray. Give us a call at 1-800-795-9565 or email us at onthemark at wkok.com. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake, a service technician who really knows what he's doing. They can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could shop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full new and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. I absolutely love my dog, but the constant shedding, not so much. But then I got a Swiffer Sweeper pet kit, and it is amazing. These super thick cloths pick up a crazy amount of hair. Just look at all that. And that was from just one swipe. And the best part? Sweeper's so much easier to maneuver than a broom or a vacuum, easily getting around chairs and under the couch. You're right. Now I can focus on you, not your shedding. Swiffer Sweeper Pet Kit. Because shed happens. Do you know what people see when they Google you? Search engines don't always get it right. And when they're wrong... 
It's your reputation on the line. So what do you do when you don't agree with your search results? Call Reputation Defender at 800-401-6681. Reputation Defender, the most trusted names in online reputation repair. We have over a decade of experience in fixing people's search results, and we can help you too. Using cutting-edge approaches, Reputation Defender pushes unflattering information down to lower pages of your search results, where few people ever look. We also promote the good stuff so that it rises to the top, letting you put your best foot forward. Your good name is too valuable to leave to the whims of a Google algorithm. You owe it to yourself to take control with Reputation Defender. Visit www.reputationdefender.com or call 800-401-6681 for free advice on your situation. 800-401-6681. Everyone, who's manning the front tonight? Big E's nightclub needs a bouncer with a military background. Dougie, I need you to keep eyes on the back. Security who lays down the no-no when the uns-uns get too intense. That Swedish DJ duo is back tonight. Y'all remember last time. Indeed can bring Fetterman as many bathroom breaks as he wanted, and Mr. McGranahan felt, well, they were being very nice. I said, Joe, I think they were being a little sarcastic. So, Joseph, I feel like you're being a little sarcastic. That could be. And why I am is because these people, uh, I just see a woman elected to the Supreme Court, the highest body of judges in the world, a Harvard graduate, and she does not know if she's a male or a female. She can't tell. And, and furthermore, I base this on the Bible because, you know, the Pharisees were very learned people. They studied under Gamaliel and the top learners of their day. And they said about the disciples of the Savior, how do these farmers up in Galilee, how do they know these things? How do they know them? Well, I'll tell you how they know them, just like Dan knows them. By revelation, by spiritual discernment, and good common horse sense, period. Well, horse sense is in short supply these days. You got that right, Joe. No, I, I I understand what you're saying. You know, all these learned people are saying the border, the border is closed. But they're they're coming from a political viewpoint here. They have a vested interest in having people believe that the borders are closed. And Steve's numbers, as as good as they are, are incomplete. He's talking about all the people that were stopped, all the people that were arrested, but he doesn't have a number for how many were deported. So we're not solving the problem. We're just yeah. pushing it off to other communities inside the country. Well, no, you know, over the weekend I watched a program on uh, Korea, and with Kim Jong-un and then his son Kim Jong-il, and then his son that's there now, Kim Jong-un. And Kim Jong-il made a god out of his father. He was a propaganda minister, and he would show films to his people and to the world of how prosperous and wonderful Korea was, and, and just lied through his teeth. And, and uh, of course, he's persuaded most of his people that they were just so happy, and they're like a bunch of penguins flapping their their, their flippers and clapping. <laughs> and it was, it's all false propaganda. And, that's, and, by the way, Korea controlled the media. They were the media. But here, the media controls the government, and they're, they're, it's the same thing. They're, they're in the hand of the Democrats. And, and that's a fact. I mean, anyone that watches CNN, NBC, and, and CBC, NBC, and all those programs, they, you, you could tell that. I know when uh, they interviewed uh, the Covington boy, and they interviewed that Indian that was beaten on the drug, uh, what's her name here on NBC, uh, uh, Gut, Guthrie, Savannah Guthrie. I watched both of the interviews, 
And she was just so uh, wonderful with the Indian that was beating the drum. And then when she got the Covenant boy on there, she just drilled him and gave him all kind of questions. He didn't do nothing wrong. Of course, I guess he sued and it made out all right. But uh, you can see the obvious bias there. And it's, it's, it's always to the other side, not, not with Trump or the mega people or the Republicans. And by, I'm not a Republican or a Democrat, and I don't vote, and I don't like to get involved in uh, political things, but I can see the handwriting on the wall, that's for sure. Okay. Hey, Joseph, thank you. We appreciate your comments, as always. 1-800-795-9565. Email us at onthemarketwkok.com. One of our texters or emailers says, I have never heard anyone stumble and bumble over a simple question and simple answer as Steve did. Is there a huge problem at the southern border? Simple question, simple answer. Yes, Steve, there is no justification or defense for that. And I think I acknowledge that there is a problem and that the uh, Democratic administration should be doing more. And one of our other listeners says, Wow, Steve, separating kids from parents was only Trump, really? Cages were built under Obama, blamed on Trump, and filled over capacity by Biden. Maybe if Biden actually did his job, the border crossing numbers wouldn't be in record numbers territory. Having record apprehensions means there are also ans- uh, that they also record gotaways, oh, gotaways that are in the interior of the country. There is record drug trafficking across the border, human trafficking, and other criminal activity. How many hot hotaways? Getaways? <laughs> hotaways are terrorists? I'm Maybe sorry. How, many getaways? How, how many getaways are terrorists bent on destruction of America? I guess we won't know until people die. Biden, it's been reported, is quietly building walls on the border. Why wouldn't he be broadcasting that info to the world if it was true? Now, in answer to your question, Joe, about deportations, here I'm going to read. I, you got to let me read the whole thing, though. How long is it? Oh, it's not that long. All right. Here's the point. Uh, deportations declined to 59,000. That was the lowest number since at least uh, 2008. The point is, however, that the uh, that ICE is now focusing on, on serious criminals. Uh, they have pretty much doubled uh, the number of arrests for people with uh, felony convictions. It says 66% of deportations were for convicted criminals. That's up from 56%. It says uh, just about half of all arrests by ICE were of convicted criminals. Uh, so that's apparently that's where the Biden administration is making its uh, focus now, uh, not just kicking out everybody, but trying to weed out the the serious criminals, as opposed to other people who just generally break other laws. Well, it's okay to break other laws as long as you're not a serious lawbreaker. We're talking; they're getting out the worst, Joe. <laughs> no, I don't think they're getting out the worst. That's the problem, right? Because they're not catching everybody who's coming across. The worst don't come across stupidly; they come across intelligently I because suppose. they have some some goal in coming to this country yeah. that the rest of us aren't uh, privy to. Perhaps, Joe. You know, like I said. Uh, there's a lot going down on the southern border, and uh, yeah, it'd be nice to know everything. Okay, Dick from Milton, you're on the mark, sir. Good morning. Hello. Hello. You're on. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what, Steve. You're a bigger man than I'll ever be putting up if you're going to put up with this for the next week. Anyhow, I'll let it go at that. Uh, but I wanted to tell you, I just read. I just read, and this was put out this week. A former border patrol agent. For, he was a, one of the heads of Tucson for 20 years. Said that you have to. You'd have to be an idiot to smoke, try to smuggle 
fentanyl through the border, illicit drugs, and things are going to get across. They're coming through the, the ports of entry in tractor trailers and stuff like that. That's how this stuff's getting across the border. It's not coming through by one person carrying it. These people carrying it on their backs or in their backpacks. And he ought to know. He spent 20 years doing this. Carrying drugs across the border? He said individuals are not, are not that stupid that they're going to smuggle back illicit drugs across the border when they're going to get stopped. They're coming through in tractor trailers at ports of entry. That's how the 99% of the stuff's coming across the border. Well, then uh, It's then, illegal, I understand that, but it's not coming through by some person coming across the border, stopped, and they have the stuff in a backpack. He said that's just not happening. He spent 20 years doing this down there. He was the head of the Tucson Border Patrol Area. Well, then he must be at odds with some of the other people who are on the border patrol well, I'm down there. Well, I'm going to tell you what I'm reading. That's what I'm saying. You can argue all you want. You can make up what you want. I'm not I'm just telling up. you what I'm reading. You can check it out. I just read it. On, I just Googled it and brought it up. While I'm, I was reading it right here. You, the, can, you can believe who you want. I'll believe who I want. Okay. I'm going to believe a guy who just spent 20 years doing this, and he's, a, he, he's at the University of Texas, El Paso. He's not some flunky. He's not just some guy that doesn't know anything. But anyhow, but getting back to Steve... You're just a bigger man than I am. You can put up with this stuff for a whole week. Well, as long as uh, I got I got Joe here to kind of watch my back. Now I did have a no, fellow. No, I think he's saying that I'm their problem. <laughs> well, I don't know. I'm saying I'm just saying that not two percent of the callers are going to take you to task. Oh, that's the way sure. it is on this program. Well, like I, like Joseph coming in there and being hypocritical and you know whatever you know he's not a he's not a Republican he's a Democrat he's just whatever he's a man of God. Well, yeah. man of God don't. Don't try to get on there and embarrass people when they're on the talk show, like he just did. Yeah, who, I, who I was did. Joseph embarrassing? He was just talking about. Uh, he was I, just being facetious right. and making light because he's not into politics. But the first thing he talked about was politics. That's my point. He's not into politics. That's what he talks about every day. Other than that, and Jesus. Well, he's an observer of politics. Without yeah, he's an observer of politics. <laughs> Anyhow, Steve, good luck for you. Okay. Thank you, Dick. Thanks, Dick. Appreciate Bye. your call as always. 1-800-795-9565. Email us at onthemarketwkok.com. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back with your calls, emails, and good comments. Here's the deal. I've had constipation with belly pain, discomfort, and bloating for years. I've tried a lot of laxatives and fiber supplements, but my symptoms keep coming back. You could have a chronic condition called irritable bowel syndrome with constipation, or IBSC. Linzess, or linaclotide, is a prescription medicine that treats IBSC in adults. Linzess works differently than laxatives. It lets you have more frequent and complete bowel movements and helps relieve overall abdominal symptoms, belly pain, discomfort, and bloating. These symptoms were studied in combination, not individually. Do not give Linzess to children less than two years old. It may harm them. Do not take Linzess if you have a bowel blockage. Get immediate help if you develop unusual or severe stomach pain, especially with bloody or black stools. The most common side effect is diarrhea, sometimes severe. If it's severe, stop taking Linzess and call your doctor right away. Other side effects include gas, stomach area pain, and swelling. There could be more to your story with IBSC. Talk to a doctor today. Say yes to Linzess. Learn more at linzess.com or call 1-800-LINZESS. Sponsored by Avian Ironwood Pharmaceuticals. Hi, I'm Capri, and a little thing I love about the Chick-fil-A Girl Spicy Deluxe is the chicken. They actually put it on the grill, cooked it in the sauce. It's definitely a good grilled spicy sandwich. Hey, I'm Michelle, and a little thing I love about the Chick-fil-A Grilled Spicy Deluxe is it's spicy and it's full of flavor. When you pair that with the kale crunch salad, it's just good. Order a Grilled Spicy Deluxe Sandwich on the Chick-fil-A app today. Available for a limited time. Real guests paid for the testimonials. 
Do you find yourself stuck in a timeshare? Get the real facts about the timeshare industry and your options for cancellation. Chuck McDowell, founder of Wesley Financial Group, beat the largest timeshare company in federal court and has put together a free information guide that reveals the secrets the timeshare industry. His comments, that's all. Well, Dan is a, a regular caller on the program, and I don't always agree with him, but he's, his calls are always welcome, and I agree with you. He's always respectful. He's always polite. Always, always. That's my I, my reason for calling, because I don't think he ever has been to the point where he's ever been offensive or even been argumentative. He's usually such a nice guy. Oh, he'll argue anyway, with you. anyway, I just... He'll argue I with you. I had to call in and give my comment. <laughs> I appreciate that, but he, Dan will argue with you. He and I have gotten into some arguments over the time, but he's always well, polite. Yes, but he argues graciously. Yes, he does. He doesn't... He doesn't ever... I've never heard him get offensive. Never. Fair enough. Thank you for standing up for Dan. I'm sure he appreciates it. <laughs> Thank you, Thank you, Joe. Judy. Take care. Mm-hmm. Bye. 1-800-795-9565 is our toll-free hotline number. Steve, the border doesn't impact us. Three million illegal immigrants were released into our country to take up our resources that should be used by Americans. Strains on already strained schools. The list goes on. We have a border disaster with no end in sight. You know, I, I, I just wish that one time somebody might call in or send an email uh, that says this border situation is terrible. It's virtually unmanageable, uh, regardless of what party is in power. Um, Probably the only thing that's going to make a dent, even a dent, would be if we had comprehensive immigration reform, and that that ain't happening. There's just no question about it. you know, it did seem, and I don't know the, de- the details, but there was a framework in place, and within the last 10 years or so, maybe more than that, um, I'm not even sure who the president was at the time, but it did seem like there was, uh, the, the, the uh, pieces were in place. To 10 years ago, it had been Barack Obama. Yeah, but I think, I'm not sure if it was Obama or, because I'll tell you, it, you know, you're not going to get you're not going to get comprehensive immigration reform with a Democrat in office. It's going to take a Republican in office to really uh, focus on this. Um, Because in the same way that... Well, let me ask you this question. You're a good Democrat. You were an enormous Joe Biden supporter. Why do you think there isn't a an interest or a resolve or even a concern on the part of President Biden to do something about this. See, I don't I don't I don't agree with that. I think there is a well, then why all, isn't of, he? all of those things. Where is his comprehensive plan that he has? He said we need to overhaul the system. He's advanced trillions of dollars in spending. Right. Why hasn't he advanced his plan because to that, solve this problem? That's you know again if if anything maybe I'll point to the media, because the uh, that's not what the media is reporting when it looks at the administration. But what bill has he advanced? I, what what policy has he put in place to solve this problem or to make the border situation I'll better? I'll tell you what, when I come back here tomorrow, uh, 
we'll, we'll we'll have something about that because I I cannot believe Joe and I'm well, sure well you you know him don't you? you certainly know what he's doing better than I do I would concede right you're the authority on Joe Biden well all I'm asking you is to tell me right now what it is he's done to solve the border problem you know he's been looking he's been dealing with one issue after another but he's not been, this issue he and I disagree I think they have been and I I don't know exactly what you know Joe there's a lot of issues out that are out there and I can't I'm not going to sit here and give you bullet by bullet point. But you know what all these other things. Doing. And I would think that, and you admit that the Democrats haven't haven't dug into it as well, they should have. Okay, let's. I would uh, think you'd be right on top of that. What What have they done as far as promoting uh, electric cars? What have they done pro- promoting energy? Uh, a great deal has been done, and that's what the media has been covering. Uh, you know, if we want to take some time, we still have 15 minutes. Well, the Fox, Fox would certainly they cover the border situation every day. I think if there was something going on that would have stopped the problem, they'd be fair enough to report on it. I would just think. In any event, Joseph, you want one more minute. You got sixty seconds, and we got to take a break. So go ahead. Oh uh, yeah, I want to clarify to that lady that called in. She didn't understand what I was saying because you, Joe, said about now that the other shoe is going to fall. You right. understood why I was being facetious. Yes, I did. No, I have the greatest respect for Dan. Dan is a very wise individual. And the reason I did that comparison is because people do them comparisons when they look down on people. I wasn't looking down on Dan at all. In fact, uh, like I said, uh, he's a very uh, wise individual, and uh, I respect uh, a lot of most of what he says. I'm not politically involved uh, and a big Trump fan, but I I know Trump's policies were good and so forth. But uh, no, I wasn't trying to disrespect Dan. I was just being facetious and uh, to make a point. You know what? You know what I was. Yes, saying. and I defended you. So yes, you did. I, I agree I with you. I would have said a few more words. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You did. Okay. And uh, I appreciate that. So. All right, sir. Thank you. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. Let's see here. Dave says, "Aren't we called the United States? If there is a flood in Kentucky, does the U.S. help? Or a wildfire in California? Doesn't don't other states help? But if illegals come into the country, then our government says you're on your own. What happened to United?" Now, that's a good question. Okay, so here we have a, uh, here's something from something called the Migration Policy Institute. And I'm just going to read it to you, Joe, because you brought it up. Uh, it says here, as Biden reaches his first anniversary in the White House, a, an analysis by this organization finds that he has outpaced his predecessor in the number of executive actions taken during his first year, making significant change in the areas of humanitarian protection, interior and border enforcement, and legal immigration. Now, if you would like, Joe... But he doesn't explain what they are. That's just a general statement. uh, Listen. That's not specifics. I ask you for specifics. For specifics. Okay, we have 11 minutes. If you would like me to, I will sit here and I'll read you word for word what this says, and that will add to your understanding. One will be fine. Just give me one. One thing that he's done that really made a significant impact on the illegal border crossings we're experiencing. Okay. He took uh, 200 
96 executive actions on immigration as compared to 86 during Trump's okay, first now, year. Okay, now what was the net effect of those? Because we're still having people streaming across the border in record numbers. If he did all those things, they must have been abject failures. Here it says the Biden... Would you admitted, agree with the, me? Uh, Joe, I'm going to... Would you, you know, agree? You, you are looking for specifics. Well, no, he and said, I'm he said read he did all these I, things. But you know, if, if you'd like, I told you, I'll read you the whole thing. Uh, the Biden administration's uh, actions, they cover a lot of issues, now greatly narrowing the number of unauthorized These, again, immigrants. These, generalizations. What specific action did he take, and what was its impact? Right. And see, that's, you know, you're asking me for specifics on this issue, and I'm not I'm not prepared to give you those specifics. I could ask you for what kind of, for specifics on uh, a number of issues. Are you going to be able to sit here and rattle them off of, off the top of your head? Well, no, but I'm not claiming that the, the emperor has a full cl- set of clothes on. And you're I'm saying he's simply, fully clothed. And I'm, I'm saying the, the guy's naked. No, and I am making the point that you're sitting there saying the Biden administration has done nothing on uh, on illegal immigration. I'm making the point that they have done, they have been working on it. They are looking at it. And they are, are the addressing impacts? at it. If I, I don't do know, a, If Joe. I do 65 or 70 things and they don't have any but we positive don't know impact. That. But we do know that because the border is still porous. People are streaming across in record numbers, as you pointed out. Okay, well, this is, you know, we're in an election year, Joe, so let's, uh, I think you as a conscientious uh, uh, voter should uh, send a letter to everybody who is running for office on either party and asking what the, what are their specific proposals for uh, immigration, uh, because that's what you're looking for. Donald Trump had specific proposals. Build yeah, the he wall. was going to build a wall. And I'll tell you, if these people can uh, f- manage to cross a river, they can, they'll work but their Biden's way around building, the wall. Biden's building the wall in some sections. Well, they may be building a fence <laughs> again. No, he, he, what we don't have here is an admission that whatever he's doing, it isn't working. Kamala Harris has only been down there once. As the border czar, if you will, wouldn't you think she should be there more consistently than once? That's what I, you know, I said that uh, probably uh, 45 minutes ago. And when she I was asked yesterday uh, on the, pub, on the t- Sunday news shows by Chuck Todd from NBC, what's going on at the border, she just gave her usual word salad. She well, didn't have any specifics. We'll I'm gonna, she didn't know, have Joe, six or seven things right. that Biden administration done this, the Biden administration has done that, the and Biden administration has done the point, other. At this point, all I can do is I, I did not see Meet the Press. However, Joe, it's still, uh, I recorded it, so I'll try to check it out Very today. Good. And we'll come back tomorrow. We got a caller pending, and we have to take a quick break. The last one of the day, you're on the mark, Chris, in just a moment. Hang on. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake, a service technician who really knows what he's doing. They can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could chop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full new and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. 
I'm getting older, but I'd like to stay in my home for as long as I can. The PA Link to Aging and Disability Resources can help you locate and apply for services and products to help you stay healthy and independent, like help at home. Whatever your situation, PA Link will help you talk it through and get the supports that work for you. Getting older was not my decision, but with a little help, I can decide pretty much everything else. Call the PA Link at 800-753-8827. Paid for with Pennsylvania taxpayer dollars. You can be their hero, their defense, their lifeline. If you suspect child abuse or neglect, call Childline. And trained professionals will listen and make referrals to investigative agencies to keep kids safe. Many cases reported because someone didn't want to get involved. Don't look back and wonder, what if I made the call? Call Childline at 1-800-932-0313. Paid for with Pennsylvania taxpayer dollars. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. The Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. The outstanding Dennis Dodd. The TV deal now with the Big Ten is done. In the end, what does this do to the overall landscape as you see it? They could get around Title IX. And the, the, the regular places you move where other things come in through the country, not immigrants. Now, most of what I've read says that the fentanyl is being manufactured almost entirely in China. Is that what you've read, or has you read something yeah. different? So what do you think we should be Some doing to China? Some of manufactured in uh, South American countries, too. What should we do about those countries? You know, is there some action we should take against China for this? Well, who knows if it's really with the permission of the official government. Well, I assume in a communist country, I just assume in a communist country, I assume in a communist country nothing happens that the government doesn't approve of. I think you'd be assuming wrong, Okay, uh, you could be right. Well, there's no doubt it's a problem we've got to solve because there are too many people dying. Yeah, but it's not connected to the wall or the immigrants coming across. That's the point. And that's the propaganda that Fox News and others have been spreading. You're a Republican Party, for the most part. Well, Fox News actually had... Fox News had a couple of border agents on who were talking about fentanyl that they had been com- part of confiscating. So maybe it's not 100%, maybe it's not even 20% or 10%, but some of it's, it's coming across that way. and less. But it's, some of it's it coming across that way. Some of it's coming across that way. They've confiscated a pounder from one to nine pounds of various years coming across that way. Uh, which is uh, just a fraction of the uh, minuscule fraction of the weight that's actually coming into the country. Okay. And so it's not that's not that's not a major source. It's way too too risky and uh, complicated to come that way for the smugglers coming with large amounts. They do not do that. But you don't really need large amounts of fentanyl to cause a problem. Yeah, for nationally you do, yes. Yeah, well, what is it? A small, a small amount of it could kill a hundred people. So <laughs> it's frightening. 
Yeah, yeah, and, uh, but ninety-eight uh, percent uh, uh, doesn't kill anybody, probably. Oh, you mean it's the way they it's used? But yeah, I mean but, because of the <laughs> amount of used versus the number of deaths. Right. Well, forgive me, but I don't trust drug dealers to have the best interests of our health at heart. I I don't, uh, and neither did our uh, our drug company. Uh, the, for a while, the major source of fentanyl addiction was an American drug company. Yeah. No. We invented cocaine to take away toothaches. They used to advertise it for toothache remo uh, pain and for put it in uh, it's soft drinks. <laughs> and you still need it for nose operations, I believe. Yeah. Okay, we'll give you the last word, Chris, and we got to head out of here. Well, you should stop propagating something that isn't true. And that's the connection between the immigrants and and the fentanyl and you should when you talk about people being shipped across the country those are mainly as i understand it immigrants asking for asylum and not people sneaking into the country illegally okay fair enough chris thank you well we don't have time for any more calls this morning but we do have some emails that we have to read uh let's see here the border patrol has apprehended many men from uh, Somalia, Syria, Uganda, and other countries on the terrorist list. This gets little media coverage. I wonder why. Note, I said men. So that is an interesting question, Steve. If the border wasn't open, why would these men from other countries be going to Mexico to come across? Why wouldn't they come across some other easy way? Well, I, I can't tell you that, but it's the point that what sticks out to me is the guy said, uh, why hasn't the media uh, covered that? And, you know, I while you were talking to Chris, I was looking here to find information that you asked for about what the Biden administration, and I found reams of information, which I will gladly report on you to you tomorrow. But what I want to know is when you report on it, what specific positive impact it had oh, on we'll, the problem. Oh, we'll try to have that for you too, Joe. Okay. Hey, thanks so much for being with us today. Steve and I will be back tomorrow as Mark Mark Lawrence enjoys a week off. Lynn Hall's been our producer. I don't know whether Lynn will be back tomorrow or not. <laughs> oh, Lynn's not hearing me. In any event, somebody will be producing the program, and we'll be back with On the Mark on WKOK Sunbury. You're about, but you want your Dan Patrick. Well, good news, he goes everywhere with you. If you miss the show, you can podcast it. If you want to see the show, just go to Peacock, and we stream it live every weekday. Watch past episodes, too. The Dan Patrick Show, available anywhere you are, any way you want it. Hit me. Touchdown, Buffalo, Stephon Diggs. Touchdown, Kansas City. Touchdown, 49ers. Welcome to the Dan Patrick Show. Don't build up to it. Hit me. Tell me something. And then get out. Dan brings you the biggest guests and best interviews. Kansas City fans look at that offense, and what are they going to think this year? I, I think they'll take a step back before they take a step forward. You know, I think there's there'll be some growing pains with Juju Smith-Schuster, with you know the rookie Sky Moore. But the Chiefs made a decision to be better everywhere. You know, just to have a better roster rather than just a great receiving core. I think the Chiefs in the long term are going to be a better team 
uh, because they essentially replaced Tyree Kill with five players. Broadcasting from the Mercedes Man Cave, this is Dan Patrick. Oh, it's hard to tell your wife, man, I'm exhausted from watching all this football. <laughs> and she said, how's it exhausting? I said, hon, I get invested in this. Winning, losing, up early Saturday, stay.